You're listening to episode two of the Broken Glass podcast, tips for networking in the music industry. You're listening to the Broken Glass podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Broken Glass podcast. I went back and forth for the last several weeks about doing these solo casts every other week, and I realized that the one thing that I like about a few of my favorite podcasts is when the host uses an episode to just discuss a topic of relevance to the audience. There's only so much you can fit into an interview with one person, and sometimes it's good to just hear a splash of information in between those episodes. Today's podcast topic is very timely for me, and perhaps for those of you out there looking for a career change to promote your newest album or business, or for those of you just looking to make connections. It's also one of my least favorite things to do as an entrepreneur and as a person. I'm an introvert through and through, and having to network just twists my stomach into knots. But it is a necessary evil in the professional world, and particularly in the music industry. It's become even more important for me as a podcast host, uh, even just sitting behind a microphone or behind a computer talking to a stranger that I just met on the internet, How else will I get the word out about my podcast or the collective? Sure, I can use social media, but that only goes so far, and I need to get out into the world to promote it, to find guests, and to build it and the collective into the company I've been dreaming of. I first truly understood what networking meant when I was in college, and the phrase, it's not what you know, but who you know, floated around in the music business program. I remember scoffing at it, thinking that companies should be hiring me for my education, my GPA, and my work experience. But five years after graduating college and several hundred job applications submitted to music industry companies in New York, Nashville, and Los Angeles, I finally understood what that meant. I hardly knew anyone in the music industry at that point. I had let go of previous connections, and I became too afraid to attempt to contact them again, and I hadn't made a true effort to become involved in the industry. I knew that I had to be in one of the major music markets, and even though I was just an hour and a half train ride from New York, I knew that I had to be closer. So I started researching graduate programs. I applied to NYU and to Cal State Northridge, and then eventually moved to Los Angeles for the Music Industry Administration Program at Cal State Northridge. It was the push I needed. Here I was in a new city with absolutely no connections whatsoever, and even just to make friends, I had to network in some fashion. It still took a bit of time for me to become comfortable with networking, but I made the best of every opportunity that presented itself, no matter how anxious it made me. And the more you do it, the better you get at conversing with new people and the less scary it becomes. Even just this weekend, I attended an event and as soon as I walked in the room and saw everyone else in conversation, I completely froze. Do I interrupt people? Do I just walk up and join their conversation? How do I get people to talk to me? I stood there awkwardly for a few minutes until one of the event organizers walked up to me and started to converse with me about the event. And I opened up from there, approaching the guest speakers to thank them, talking to the people in my group, and networking with someone about podcasting. Three or four years ago, I probably would have only spoken to the people who made the effort to talk to me, but now I've turned that around and will willingly start conversations with the people around me. So here are eight tips for networking in the music industry based on my own experiences and from some of the speakers I've seen. Number one, take a deep breath and say, it's not me, it's them. 
This was something I learned from Jen Sincero's You Are Badass book, which, by the way, if you haven't read it and you need some great motivation, go read it. She says, what other people think about you has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. This was the key to pushing my anxiety away and just being myself. Once I stopped really caring what other people thought of me, it made networking that much easier. Number two, just show up. Go to events, and even if you just go sit in the background and observe, you've made that first effort. Going to new places with new people can be terrifying, and I've totally been there. But once you start showing up to events and you start to become more comfortable with the unknown, who knows, a few events in, you may already start talking to people. Number three, repeat a mantra to yourself. It's not life or death or everything will be okay worked for me in the early stages and now I don't even need to repeat those mantras in networking situations. Number four, align your passion with the people you're connecting with and your enthusiasm will show. This tip comes from Philip Eubanks, the head of strategy and operations at Spotify. He spoke at the networking event I attended on Saturday and provided some great advice for networking in the industry. His networking story was similar to mine scoffing at the thought of networking being the way you get a job, but that was exactly how he got his job at Spotify, and I jotted down as much as I could while he spoke on the subject. Number five, don't be afraid to ask someone who knows someone to put you in touch. Another tip from Philip provided these three points to supplement the tip. Be responsive. You don't want to be a flake when someone has vouched for you or made that effort to connect you. Be respectful of that relationship and be prepared to know how you want to carry the dialogue. Again, align your passion and enthusiasm for a particular topic. Be prepared to know how you want to carry the dialogue. Again, align your passion and enthusiasm for a particular topic, and be prepared to give before you ask for something. Number five, follow up. This is key to developing relationships, especially if it's someone you think could help you later down the line. And you don't have to say much more than, it was great to meet you. This is what I did after the event on Saturday. The event organizer was super sweet, making sure I had a great time at the event, catching up with me at the end, and introducing me to people that had common business interests. She gave me her email address so we could chat or meet up for coffee sometime, and as soon as I got home, I sent her the following email. Hi, Kayla. It was wonderful to meet you today at Brunch Work. I enjoyed the event, and I look forward to attending future events. Have a great weekend. Simple. To the point. That's all it needs to be. Number six, be prepared. If you know who the speakers are ahead of time, do some research on them. See if you can find a photo online so that you know what they look like. Learn a bit of their background so if you do talk to them, you have some talking points. If networking comes after they speak, then be sure to pay attention to their points in the presentation so you can bring up any questions you may have when you talk to them. Number seven, craft your elevator pitch. Before the event, come up with a 30 to 60 second pitch about you, your album, your company, or your product. This way, you'll be able to describe whatever it is in a clear and concise manner rather than stumbling over your words or not knowing how to answer someone. And this is one that I'm still working on as I develop the podcast, the blog, and the collective. It wasn't until I sat down with a business banker at Chase for a little bit of information gathering on Saturday that I realized I don't have my own pitch. While people in the industry understood what I was doing, I wasn't able to clearly and concisely explain the business to someone who isn't in the industry. And number eight, give before you receive. Philip also mentioned this on Saturday, and it's a tip I've been coming across pretty much everywhere. Starting off a conversation by demanding something from someone is sure to turn that person away from you pretty quickly. Think about what you can do for them before you ask for something in return. 
a mutually beneficial relationship will be longer lasting and more comfortable than the alternative. For those of you who struggle with networking just like I do, I challenge you to start with just one of these tips. Because as Jen Sincero says, if you want to live a life you've never lived, then you have to do the things you've never done. And speaking of networking, come join us in the Broken Glass Collective group on Facebook. And don't forget to check out the show notes for links to a few of my favorite books that are full of motivational tips, networking ideas, and ways to reach out. Thank you for listening to the Broken Glass Podcast. If you like the show and want to know more, visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com, subscribe to the podcast, and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.